Next on the Sampson County Sports Podcast with Ryan Carter, we're giving you a rundown of sports here in the county with the state of Sampson County Sports. Sports writer from the Independent, join me to talk about the big topics of county sports seasons from this past year and years past also this upcoming year. That's all next on the Sampson County Sports Podcast with Ryan Carter. Welcome to another edition of the Sampson County Sports Podcast. We are going to be talking about the state of Sampson County sports today. And uh, joining me today is Sampson Independent Sports Editor Michael Hardison, sports writers Darren Barefoot, and Justin Lucas. Thank you for joining me. Let's go ahead and get started. I'm going to ask you a simple question here. What is the state of Sampson County sports as of right now, Michael? Um... Like I said, we were talking just a little bit earlier before the podcast started. It's in a decent state, like I said, because there's some midway golf just winning the state championship, girls soccer making it to the fourth round, so forth and so on. So we've got some competitive teams, but like I said, with other schools, there's always, always room for improvement. Coaching changes and things going on, we could see an uprise. Darren? I'm going to say it's stable. Um, Feeding off of what Michael was just saying. There are teams within the county that stand out this past season, Midway Softball, um, Golf, Clinton, uh, Girls Soccer, Boys Soccer. It's just these teams that are around us, this conference that they both you know, partake in. We got some stepping up to do if we're going to compete next season. Justin, the state of Sampson County sports is good with room to improvement. Um, I think that we see that in all the coaching changes across the county, and many schools believe that these coaching changes will hopefully jumpstart their program. You mentioned the coaching changes there. I'm going to say stably good. Go off of your two answers there. Stably good as in we've got good stable programs right now. They're in good conditions. Football is a great sport in the county, but also soccer is on the rise. We've mentioned this while we were talking before we started the show. Soccer is on the rise. Clinton men's and women's soccer making it in the fourth round several times in the past several years, but they can't get past that fourth round. And that's where the stable part comes in. You can't get past the fourth round, you're not going to get in the fifth round. And that's why it's stably good. Let's go ahead and get started about talking about football, and we'll go ahead and start talking about Clinton. Clinton last year went 6-6, six 4-2 and six, four and two in the East Central Conference. That's average for a football team, not that good for Clinton as we've been used to. Michael, you cover Clinton for the paper here. Let's talk about Clinton for a few years. For the past few years, they've gone fantastic and then dropped down a little bit. Bob Lewis obviously retires this past year and hired a good coach in Scotland from Scotland High School, Corey Johnson. What do you expect from him this season coming up in the next few seasons? Um, like I said, when I just think about him, it's exciting because, like I said, when he was just a player himself, he was he was really, really, really good. And his, his philosophies and his way to, I guess, engage the players. Because just from talking to him, you could tell he had that kind of aura where it just like, seemed like players would really gravitate to him and follow his philosophy. And like I said, he's got... At Clinton High School, he's got a good foundation to want to try, you know, any kind of new things or whatever it is he wants to do to get the program going. So I expect 
you know, I don't know if expect for sure that this is the first season it'll be here, but you know, if they find something that works and get something good, I expect the future to only continue to get better. Tradition is always a big key in Clinton High School football. It always has been, probably always will be. It, will he keep some of the Bob Lewis tradition alive, or will he throw in some of his own? Uh, that's a very interesting question. I actually asked him that same thing that's the day when he finally made the announcement. And he said, he mentioned that too, that the school is grounded in tradition, so there'll be some traditional things he'll try to implement, but he said that's definitely his own things, his own philosophies, his own thoughts that he wants to put into that mix of that tradition and make his own tradition. So, uh, so I think we'll see a little bit of both. Darren, you cover Midway sports. We'll go ahead and jump to Midway here. It's a tough season this year. Three and eight, one and five in East Central Conference. They went 28-28 over the last five years. Average for a football team again. Um, what have they done to they've obviously hired a new coach this year. Everyone in the county's got new coaches we mentioned, but they've got a good coach coming as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Gonna be like you just said, it seems like everybody in the county's got new coaches, so a new territory for everybody. Um, the new coach at Midway has, God bless, I forgot his name. Corey Barnes. Corey Barnes, thank you. I was thinking to say Corey, your coach. Um, everybody at Midway is excited about him, to be honest, because he keeps talking about this new brand, a fast brand. I spoke with one of the assistant coaches for Midway at graduation Friday night, and he just echoed what the athletic director has said, what Coach Barnes has said. They keep talking about a new brand, a faster brand, and a tempo. It look, they all keep saying next season, midway football is not going to look what it looked like this year. How they implement that on the field as far as their overall record at the end, be interesting to see. That conference is going to be tough. But the fact that they're changing some things around and trying new plays, and the fact that the quarterback position, from what I've been told, is not even locked down, is going to be something unique to see. You mentioned the conference as being a tough conference for Midway, 12 and 19 over the last five years in conference play. Very tough conference with Wallace Rose Hill, now the addition of East Duplin. Going to be tough for the Raiders. Yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about Lakewood as Justin Lucas is our new Lakewood contributor. Welcome to the Samson Independent. This is your first time on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Let's talk about Midway. Last year, making it all the way deep in the playoffs, going to Edenton, losing a tough game there. Losing a lot of players. Young Obviously, defensive team. Young defensive team this year. Most of their defense was very good. Obviously, good defensive team. James Lewis retiring this year. Brett Barrett Salone will be the next head coach of the Leopards. You may remember that Salone name. Tommy Salone, his father, was the head coach at Midway for a long time. Very well. Did very well at Midway. Barrett Salone has a tough season, though, this upcoming year. Some Simple, easy games to begin with, but the first two games are pretty winnable against Pen- at Pender and versus Lejeune, and then a really intriguing matchup against Midway, which should be very interesting. That's at Lakewood, and then they have rematches against two teams that they lost to last year. I'm remind you, they only lost three games, so two losses came against last year against North Lenore and North Duplin, and they were competitive games. So if they can win two out of those three, then they should have a decent season next year. Lakewood Leopards went 47-22, and 21-8 and in conference play in the last five years. Impressive at Lakewood there for the Leopards. 
can they get things rolling again with this new coach as they have with James Lewis? Well, it'll be challenging because of all the seniors that they are losing. Out of the 35 players on the roster last year, they're losing 15 of those, and a majority of those were on defense, and the old saying goes, defense wins championships and games. So if they can hold the defense together, then they should be able to put together a 6-4 and four season next year. Should be interesting over at Lakewood this upcoming season. Let's talk about Union and Hobton. Two tough seasons for those teams. Three and eight, one and four for Union in the New Carolina Conference. Also with Hobton went 0 and 11, 0 and 5. Just tough seasons. Hobton's got a new coach as well. As we've mentioned again, new coaches everywhere. Union's the only place that doesn't have a coach. Michael, as sports editor, you cover everyone practically. Right, right. These teams are having a tough time. They're struggling, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it is, like I said, uh, struggling. That's like I said, that's about the best word I can use. Like I said, at this point, you figure there's no way they can go but up. Exactly. Like I said, and just opting football in general, you know, any help they can get can be an improvement. And Union, like I said, yeah, yeah, Union's got talent. They just... I don't know. We got to figure out how to use it. Yeah, that's the best way to say it. Now let's put it all together. Yeah. Exactly. Let's move over to soccer as we are running out of time here today. Uh, Clinton men's soccer, women's soccer, always good teams. Brad Spell and Jeff Smith, always good coaching jobs there. Last five years, both teams getting 103 wins each. The amazing one here, the amazing stack here, 66 and 0 for the women's team. Just spectacular across the board. Domination. Yes. Darkness for the men's team. They don't use that for the girls' team. I don't know why. It's just something the men's team took over. But fourth round is always the tough one for the soccer teams. They can't get over the pat, get over that fourth round hump. They're calling it curse round. <laughs> um, just a tough round to get over. Clinton women's soccer recently losing the first flight. Michael, you were covering Clinton sports all this past year and Clinton soccer. These teams, the men's team is going to be good next year, aren't they? Yeah, they will. Like I said, as we said the last time we talked, the biggest, biggest thing, they lost a lot of teams too, but the biggest thing is losing leading goal scorer and record setter, Ivan Ponce. But like I said, that program's, they know what's going on, so. They'll be starting. Still have them, still have them ready. <laughs> yep, and exactly that. They'll be starting summer camps here in a few weeks, I believe, and things will get started back up. We'll have some previews for soccer at the end of the year and football as well. So all across the board, 